This is a tripod broadcast. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> Journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you, you stop listening right now. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you got in on the stock game. You know, everybody needs to get in on the stock game. I, <laughs> what you're saying, the words that are coming out of your mouth, you will wholeheartedly do not believe. And and that means a lot to me, man. Yeah. My grandfather was a big believer in the stock market. Really? Are you yeah. being serious right now? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. He was a huge believer in the stock market. And then he lost all his money in the stock market. I like Kanye West, father. You're a young Kanye West, man. No, no, I'm not a young Kanye West. I'm an old Matt. <laughs> um, so how are you, Matt? Uh, so we had a big screw up last week. I felt so bad. I didn't even want to publish it. I felt so we lost so much good stuff. It was, we did. It was truly sad. A truly sad day in the Tripod Empire. And we never really recovered our uh, that flow. How yeah. you say flow? That's a good flow, word that's for right. it. Yeah, yeah, flow. I think it means something entirely different in the rap game. But this is the rap game. I mean, this is the podcast game. You know, it's much more competitive. <laughs> Very different game. Yeah. It is much more competitive. Because you can't just hand out mixtapes, right? Exactly. Like, rappers can hand out mixtapes. Mm-hmm. Like, what are we going to hand out? Mix pods? Keychains. Keychains. <laughs> Hi, I'm handing out keychains. Yeah. Oh, why? Uh, for a podcast. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, Welcome to Give That a Thought. Trap Podcasting's flagship show. Uh, I'm Addison, of course. That's Matt. Both of us lamenting over last week's error. Unfortunately, not our best work. But but it was my fault. But it, it was your fault, and it was over a hundred um, episodes. We're over a hundred episodes, and that's the first error of that kind that I believe that we've had. I think we at might least have of had, that magnitude. I think we might have had another time where we may, maybe missed like ten or fifteen minutes. But it's never been. That was a solid 45, 50 minutes that we lost. Oh, yeah. It was like, it. well, it was the show until we decided yeah. like, oh, we'll just record and keep doing like the show. Yeah. Yeah. Which is sad. This is sad. So the whole thing. show from last week was about maybe an hour and 45 minutes or so. You're just missing like, you know. The majority of it. Yeah. <laughs> the lion's share. Like minute of, 12 of the, yeah. to minute, you know, 102. Yeah. Sad. Anyways, um, so how's your week been, man? Uh, it's been, you know, doing anything fun. What'd you do for Mother's Day? Anything? Um, worked all day. Yeah, because you know, busiest restaurant day of the year and whatnot. It is awful. We went to a restaurant that day with Ugh, my wife's parents. You're the worst I, kind of people. Well, and I was looking around just at the folks there and the yeah. folks that were coming in and the servers. I'm just, I, I just looking at them. I'm like, I, I feel your pain. Yeah, our bill was. I think, I think our bill was like because me and my wife's bill was like thirty six bucks and I tipped like twenty bucks. Like yeah. I'm like, this is. I'm, I'm sorry that I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> It happens. Like, what are you going to do? Uh, so it was an all-hands-on-deck <clears throat> day, and so I'm normally off on Sundays because, you know... Uh, the Lord's Day, right? I've been told. <laughs> um, I've been told. <laughs> but it was all, an all-hands-on-deck day, so... You so know, one could there. say you're not any closer to the yeah. Lord than that. So I got there at about <laughs> 7.45 in the morning and left at about 5.30. Oh, yeah. And then went right over to my mom's, straight over to my mom's, and hung out there till about 7.30 or so. Did you get your mom anything from Mother's Day? Or just, I just, got her car. Just a hug and, hey, your son's not in jail kind of thing? <laughs> well, there was that. I always give her that. Every time. Typically. Yeah. 
Every time, every time, generally you know, speaking, yeah, I say bye to my mom. She hugs me like three or four times because she knows it might be the last time. Because <laughs> I'm all, all I, you know, you know, I'm always oh, so close living to, on the edge. Yeah, oh, so close to overdosing on those dangerous weeds. Yeah, it just takes. You just have to smoke one marijuana. You're dead. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, uh, you know, <laughs> looking for me, I don't smoke marijuana. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, hopefully our listeners are laughing like I am. <laughs> Just having known your... I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention. I'm stoned. <laughs> no, I'm not really stoned. I haven't smoked weed today. Today, uh, right. Exactly. Um, no, but no, so so yeah, I went over to my mom's and hung out there for a couple hours. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, didn't didn't really do a whole lot over there, except, uh, you know, we all do, do what the family does. When do the mom thing, We have thing, those yeah. things. You know, we get together. My sister's made... Some food, and we all you know got together, hung out, mm-hmm. and, yeah. then went home and watched Game of Thrones. And could you tell us about the fam though, or did you just show up for the M's though? <laughs> more Kanye. It's more Kanye there. That's what that is. Yeah, uh, I know that the listeners at this point they're 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 not they're used tired to, of hearing about they're it. They're not used to Kanye, you know, because you never talk yeah. about Kanye. No, very rarely at best. Mm. Yeah, I actually had okay. You know what? This is an interesting topic of conversation. And if you got something to spitball on, go ahead because I'm gonna have to find it real quick. Well, I've got I've got one article I, I would like to talk about, but we can get into that later. Um, but no, uh, yeah, typical typical week for old Matt. Mm. Uh, you know, knocking about, knocking uh, a boot, having some beers, saving some damsels in distress. <laughs> you know, it's what I do, right? It's the life of a wizard, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, you know It's not uh, to be questioned. <laughs> uh, you ask Gandalf, hey, Gandalf, how's your week been? Um, you know, how, what does he say? Does he talk about, about rescuing, you know, the, the hobbits from trolls? Does he tell you about, you know, about delving into the to, to the libraries of, uh, of of Gondor? And Here we go. You know, I found uh, it. Does, does he, what, what does Gandalf do? Does, how does he describe his week to you? No, he just says, eh, it was an average week. Mm-hmm. It was an average week, you know. I saved saved some people's lives. I, I, I destroyed darkness and fear, you know. Uh, and I made some pretty bomb ass fireworks while I was at it. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's the life of a wizard. Cannot be argued with. So, okay, we have within Telegram. Obviously, it's an app we mentioned on here before. Well, you can add bots that'll do different things to groups. For mm-hmm. example, um, I, have a, I have we have a group where uh, my clan and Clash of Clans we're, we're all on Telegram, and there's a bot that I added that will every time the Clash of Clans Twitter account tweets something like an mm-hmm. update to the game or whatever, it'll it'll post it to the group, right? Mm-hmm. So there's bots that'll do different things. Well, there's a bot that'll do um, it'll conduct polls. So you can set up a poll and people can vote and it'll give you exact statistics and percentages, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of neat. Well, I'm I'm in a group with 16 people where we do that. Just friendly, just, you know, here, here's a poll and then we vote on it, right? Mm-hmm. Just, just What's your favorite kind of breakfast cereal? Exactly. Yeah. Just shits and giggles. Yeah. That's all For this how, is. Uh, what's the average amount of time you brush your teeth? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there was a poll uh, mid, early mid last week. Yeah. Created not by me, I'll have you know, but by a friend of mine. And uh, the, the rough gist of the poll was uh, th- we've been doing these, and I don't like them, but it's on the theme of like take it or leave it, and it's, it's just uh, like take it or leave it. Um, Kanye West will will uh, be remembered in twenty years for his accomplishments. And, and it's it, lame. And well, yeah, and then the two answers are 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 like you know I'll, I'll take that he'll be remembered even though I might not be a fan or leave it. Kanye West will not be remembered in twenty years. Yeah, and so. 
some discussion ensues as it typically does. And I brought up this, and I, the reason I, I brought this up is not to go down the Kanye I mean, path we, again. We, we remember Mozart. Right. We remember Beethoven. Right. You know, why would we not remember Kanye West as well? I, exactly. Thank you. I mean, he's on the same pl- same tier. Right. You know. Well, so I, mean, I made, he might even be a little bit of a tier above him, you know. It's possible. Yeah. You know. I mean, I, I prefer Kanye's sick beats to Mozart's sick beats. Yeah. That's just me. It's sure, subjective. Sure, but sure. I mean, Beethoven was tone deaf just like Kanye is, but it's not a big deal. <laughs> and Beethoven's one of the greatest uh, tone deaf and deaf. accomplished musicians of uh, the day. Um, so... There was some discussion earlier, like in the day, about, and I, I kind of did the card carrying sort of like I defended Kanye in the sense of like, yeah, he's a jerk or whatever, but he's a music. And and then here's the point that I wanted to make on here, which I think is a broader discussion that I was trying to have, and I I don't think folks quite caught on to it, mm-hmm. but it, you know, this is this is the conversation I want to have with you. I said, where was it? Uh, no, so, okay, so, and th- these are mostly Christians, and that's fine. You know, I, I consider myself Christian. That's what we all believe. Well, the one girl said, you know, we were talking about Kanye, and I said, uh, uh, I wouldn't, um, well, they were talking about some of Kanye's lyrics, drunken hot girls, and that's my bitch. Okay. And then and then they're like, to be honest, though it's not just Kanye, the whole rap culture, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, where is it here? Okay, I wouldn't put anyone on high standards for good when that is what they represent. And I said, and I, and I asked that person that question back, and I said, so any art form is defined by the morality they're in? Then, you know, and uh, she's like, I believe the fruit you produce is a reflection of your heart. So sort of these card carrying Christian answers. And then and then here's what I got into. And then and then the next question that I asked, I said, so everything that's not explicitly Judeo Christian in nature has no value artistically or as an exploration of human emotion whatsoever. That was my question. Mm -hmm. And like I said, I don't think it really um, immediately reflecting back her argument back to her, but just taken to the most logical extreme. Which is, I mean, it's it's not necessarily a fair tactic when you're arguing. It's you know, it's right. Well, and I, but it's the most used tactic of all of of today. Because but I did it to facilitate discussion, and and so and then I said, uh, no, you did it to win a discussion. Well, hold on, and and then so this person was like, uh, human emotion, fine, you can go with that. But I don't believe he will be remembered for his music as much as he will be remembered for marrying Kim Kardashian, which is what sank in with me because I'm like, sure, okay, you're still not really getting what I'm going for here. And then then I then I. I specifically said this is what's on my um, in my head. I said for me this goes beyond Kanye or rap culture, but any art form. It bothers me that Christians will willingly accept whatever they like in any context, yet denounce other things because it's quote not of God. Yeah. Yet I always wonder what the difference is. The Father gives us free will, right? And we're made in His image, correct? If you believe that wholeheartedly, and I do, then every aspect of creation, in addition to what humans have accomplished and created both technologically and artistically, is an expression in some way of God Himself. And does that make sense? Yeah. But, but and, and to further expound on that, though, it really bothers me that you'll talk to Christians that are into, let's just say, okay, The Office, or, 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 or House of Cards, or, or, you know, it doesn't matter, whatever it is, Blue's Clues, it doesn't matter. And and but then if you come up with something like Kanye, it's uh, it's not of God. He doesn't represent God. And it's like, yeah, but neither does neither does Blues Clues or or uh, um, you know whatever else, mm-hmm. you know. And so it's like, and and yet they'll they'll willingly accept anything that they want or that they enjoy. And and if they need a good reason not to accept other stuff, then it's just not of God. For instance, somebody might say, "Oh, I like Katy Perry, but mm-hmm. I don't like Kanye West." Because Katy Perry's a good girl, and you know she has positive lyrics, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which she doesn't, anyways. But, uh, b- 
and Kanye West is all, uh, but it's no, it's really you're just using whatever to justify your preferences, which However is what we all want. we all do. We all do that though. We all do it to justify our preferences, right? Right. We all we all bend the rules and 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 and, and tweak things in our minds mm-hmm. to make it seem as though oh, what I'm doing is okay. Like basically, religion can be summed up in. Especially not not religion. Well, yeah, religion itself, not belief, not faith, not not God, but religion is basically you picking out which category lines up of beliefs, which lines up with your preferences. Mm-hmm. So and I w- that to me is stupid. Yeah, why would you? Do I want to get away with having a bunch of wives. So you know, uh, you know. Okay, that's my religion. Strict, right. strict Mormonism is for me. You know, fundamental Mormonism is for me. Right. Uh, you know, I, I I want every I I want everything to be relative, and I don't want to have any absolutes. Okay, I'll just be a Unitarian. Right. You know, I want to rape boys and and cut off the heads of white people. I'll become Muslim. Right. You know, it's right. it's you know it's just what what but you do. But to me, that that defeats the whole purpose of because as a soul, yeah. right? If you believe that there's something other than our bodies. Mm-hmm. Which I think even most people probably do, or maybe some atheists would deny that, or what have you. But but if 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 that is what you believe, and your goal is to get to the truth, whatever that might be, mm-hmm. whether it's from the Bible, the Scriptures, the inherent Word, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, whatever it is, then why would you ever why would you ever limit yourself by saying, oh, this this is not of God or or whatever? Because if you're really trying to seek the truth, then isn't there isn't there something to be said for seeing that in in all possible lights? Yeah, whether it's a negative or a positive. What about First Corinthians six, which, of course, says. Uh, I, mean, I know I it, but remember. why don't you say it? For I, don't our... rem- I don't remember it either. <laughs> what does it say? Maybe it's thirteen. It's in there some somewhere. Is it the whatever things are true, noble, lovely? No, no. It's uh. It's talking about um, <laughs> lawsuits against believers when one of you has agreements against one another. I think that's what you're looking for. Maybe it's not six. Fleet sexual immorality. Anyway, uh, forget the Bible for a second. Um, <laughs> Done. Go go on. No, no. We 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 pick up on and believe in things that fall in line with our already held beliefs. And what we want to do. Um, secondly, there are things that are absolutely wrong, and they're absolutely sin. Right. Okay. Now, but there are things that, for you, but and we're and we're all going to sin. Okay. okay? Yeah. Right. Right. We're we're, we're all going to do wrong. We're all going to because none of us are the Messiah. None of us are Jesus. We're all going to constantly screw up. Right. But there are some things for you that blow it out of the water. Mm-hmm. That. You should not do, and you should stay away from mightily, mm-hmm. because they they will they won't just cause you to stumble; they'll cause you to fall and and break destroy a limb myself and destroy yourself. Okay, yeah. right? Um, some something you couldn't get back up from. Okay, and I have those things for me, and they're not going to be the same. They're all going to be different. You right? Know? Would Paul say the thorn in the flesh, whatever? Um, so those things, like the Christian might need to ha- have some. Not might need, but the Christian might, as a defense mechanism against those types of besetting sins, those kill you sins of theirs that they personally have, mm-hmm. they might have to set up some sort of defense mechanism around that, like saying, you know, I believe Kanye West isn't of the Father or whatever. Right. Okay. Right. 
which for you, you don't have to do those things because you have other different things you have to set up those defense mechanisms mm-hmm. around. And so pornography and amphetamines. It, there you go. See, <laughs> um, so so we 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 have to we have to we all we all have those various things in our lives that yeah that we have to kind of set okay this is a, more of a sin than this for me right not not, not necessarily in the eyes of the father or in, in the definition of sin but for what is going to well screw me up in my walk this is what's going to destroy me versus this is what's going to make me be a, a dick to somebody right you know what i mean right um, and so, so well, I, I can't remember the exact scripture. I was talking about this with somebody the other day about those personal things and how you set up sort of your own rules and your own idea of what your Christianity is or what your religion is. Um, these, these own rules that are specific to you on, based on how you interpret the scripture mm-hmm. as a way to help you stay true to whatever that belief is. Yeah. And, and I sometimes don't, I don't people need that. think those are wrong. No, they're not. It's just when you extrapolate those onto other people and yeah. say, no, now you have to do this. Yeah. Because this is the sin that's on the forefront of my mind all the time. <clears throat> right. So obviously everybody and, and in that human race is, that's the same <laughs> sin for them. Right. You know, because it's a collective thing. automatically we always extrapolate our own psyche onto other people. Another folks, you know, yeah. Which is why you have, when you have contention with somebody, chances are the thing that they're accusing of you is accusing you of is the thing that they feel the most guilty about. Yeah. You know. Or trying to avoid themselves. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I said and further in this conversation I said uh I said food for thought and then I shared the 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 quote about Kanye which I don't think I ever read on here, but th- this was from Kirk Franklin because he got a whole mm-hmm. lot of flack for what is a very very small part of his new album. Like he just he prays on the one What track. is the main point of the, of the new album and the main point of the new album is, you know, the the the, the having oh that spiritualism and stuff. The whole thing with the Saturday Night Live ritual. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, yeah, we did talk about that. Yeah. But anyways, I don't think I read, this is what Franklin said about that after mm-hmm. he got like a lot of heat from sort of the Christian community of like, why on earth would you work with Kanye West? Yeah. And there's two things I'm going to read. One is the one, that, the direct thing that he posted. And he said, Kanye is not me. I am not him. He is my brother and I am proud to, he is my brother who I am proud to do life with. No sprints, but marathons like most of us are on. Before one song was released, I was crucified because my brother asked me to take a picture. Again, no, Kanye, you're not good enough. No, that is a dangerous message I believe we send to the world when our posture is they have to meet certain requirements before they're worthy to kiss the ring. It says people are not redeemable, forgivable, or candidates for grace. That, my friend, is religious. I will not turn my back on my brother. I will love him, perfectly grow with him, however long he'll have me and however long the race takes. To a lot of my Christian family, I'm sorry he's not good enough, Christian enough, or running at your pace. And as I read read some of your comments, neither am I. That won't stop me from running. Pray we win. That was the specific thing that he said. And then there was a quote in this article from another interview that he did where he said, quote, music for me should be more like a mission. I don't work with an artist to try and blow up, but to see if the music can be medicine, if it can be therapeutic and serve a bigger purpose, Franklin said. Quote, Christian music, gospel music, sometimes you'll fall asleep at church, but music wakes you up. The song can speak to you in a way that puts a fire in you. So if I'm working with a mainstream artist, I'm trying to find a bigger purpose. As a Christian, I'm trying to shine the brighter light. And I was like, that's something I can get on board with, you know, because mm-hmm. I don't know. The whole thing for me is that, like, you know, Kirk, Kirk Franklin obviously is a professing Christian who, who, who we did judge his heart or whatever, where he's that before God, and and yet he worked with Kanye West, and that doesn't because. And then the point I made to the, some of those folks was like, I'm I'm not defending his morality, 
uh, on Drunken Hot Girls or That's My Picture or some of the stuff on the new album. Like that, that morality certainly falls into a certain category. But on the flip side, I don't think that necessarily means that it's for me to judge necessarily where his heart at is in the grand scheme of things. And I, as I make the point here, some of his older albums were like the theme was partying, getting high, whatever, lots of different women. And yet the theme overall, at least on this album, is sort of, I'm a father now, the the world kind of has this this sort of offering and this sort of allure to me, and yet I kind of still want to, like I want to be true to my, my wife and my family. You know, which is something that, that it, me as a young father with young kids, you know, who's, who's only been married a couple of years, that's something I can really relate to. Yeah. And, you know, call me whatever, call Kanye whatever, I don't care. But that was that was why the album resonated. No, you're both whatever. <laughs> that was why the album resonated so much with me because I was like, yeah, I get that. I get that. It's, it's, it's tough, man. Yeah. Because you have something else to think about. Like, it's not just you now. You know, it's, it's, my, it's my, my family. So. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I don't know. It was an interesting conversation I had. And also that bigger point of like, why does artwork necessarily have to be not of God or of God? And yet all these other things, like Christians will just accept it, you know, TV shows, music, whatever they want. Yeah. So, oh, oh, yeah, I like that. You know, I like John Mayer. I like Katy Perry. I like Taylor Swift. Well, their lyrics aren't Christian. Mm-hmm. You know, that's singing about the Father, the mm-hmm. Trinity, the, 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 you know, that We've had this viewpoint. discussion before yeah. our Christian music, and, and Christian music isn't Christian. Well, right, but I don't or, get... Or, or is it the Christian music is quintessential Christian? It's perfectly Christian. It match... It, no, no, I take <laughs> like it back. Like our friend Bono from last week's I, episode. I, I, yeah. I, I take it back. I say, I say that, that Christian music is absolutely Christian. Christian music exemplifies and and gives expression to... Exactly what Western Christians are. <laughs> Milk yeah. toast. Matt's so Middle of the road. <laughs> uh, lukewarm. Dispassionate. Spew the out of my mouth. Right. <laughs> it's 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 gray, tasteless, colorless mash of salt and smoke that doesn't go anywhere or do anything or benefit anybody in the slightest. <sighs> Bunch of toddlers in church. <laughs> Bunch of toddlers. Bunch of toddlers. Grow up, go out and hunt your own meat. So that bring what that brings me, which the hunt your own meat is something from a couple episodes ago. Listen to it, dear listener. Mm-hmm. It brings me up to something that you had mentioned just a couple minutes ago. Uh, when you said that this person was giving you the quintessential Christian responses. Yeah. In that, in that sort thread. of that quoting scripture and like, oh, this is like. Well, you judge people by their fruits, so you cannot serve two masters. And uh, yeah. again, as if I was going to somehow deny that and say, well, that's not true. Like, yeah. no, that scripture is, is obviously true. I uh, when, when somebody does that, and I don't come up against that a lot because I don't hang out with a lot of Christians on purpose. <laughs> I think I'm the only one you regularly hang out with, aren't I? Yeah. Yeah, other than family, which is rarer than me. Well, I mean, other than Chris and Jessica. Yeah, no, that's you know, they true. come over here yeah. a lot, so I see them. I've, especially since it's hockey playoff season, mm-hmm. been seeing them a lot. Mm-hmm. They've been over three or four times a week, uh, and yeah, every week. Anyway, uh, when somebody gives you those quintessential Christian answers, I don't, I don't, I don't trust it, and I don't trust them mm-hmm. because it tells me that they are just taking things at face value and just just memorizing the facts and the counterpoints 
and not really understanding the subject matter at hand, not really pulling their own meaning from it, not really taking this and this and this and this from all points in the Bible and putting it together and be like, oh, this is a, there's a bigger picture here with more context. So to be able to speak extemporaneously about the things of the Bible and not have to be constantly quoting scripture and go bullet point by bullet point like you're going down the f***ing Roman road trying to convert somebody, just make a, make a convert like you're witnessing to somebody. Aha, uh-huh, the Roman road. <clears throat> ugh, ugh, hang me from the highest tree, please. <laughs> Along the Roman road. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Roman road. <laughs> it starts in 116 doesn't let up to like to like verse <laughs> chapter 12 right it's a long road it's a long and storied road oh my god evangelicals are the worst kind of people um <laughs> but 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 yeah no one who you 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 haven't gone beyond that the you know you you've taken in the the milk of the word you've maybe eaten some meat before but you've never gone out and hunted yourself you never done any hunting right uh, and you so you never done any hunting yourself. You never found answers that that no one else found before. You mm-hmm. never saw things that that you that no one, or maybe even one of those things that you felt that no one else has come up with. You know or what just, I mean? Like, have you ever just, had that moment, just, like where you just you're like, wait a second, this is this is pretty profound for me. Well, no, not just for you, but when you realize that there's maybe connections people haven't made, or right. or at least that you've never heard that they've been made, or just just the fact that you've never you. I I don't know. Just I don't know, man. I've I've, I've talked about that on this show we many have. times before. Yeah, so, true. Um, so we got some flack uh, about last week's episode, Matt. From who and why? <laughs> who and why would dare to question? No, I'm asking <laughs> who did I offend and how how do I have to apologize? Oh, who cares about who we offended, Matt? Okay, let the legal team worry about that. Okay, our our, our large legal team. They're they're busy. Um, <laughs> they're busy putting their films up their ass. And take another hit of a bong load. Yeah, <laughs> that's our legal team. No, a couple of things. Okay, so a friend texted me, um, or uh, contacted me through Telegram, and he said, um, "Okay, I don't agree with Matt's assessment on pastors. It's a full time job." Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. And, and I ha- that, that was a little bit of my you, gut feeling. You, when you, you were didn't saying agree that. Me, with me either, though. Did I disagree? No, well, not on the show, but I could tell by your body language. Well, yeah. Okay, so my gut feeling was kind of like. Eh, it might be a full time job. I don't know. And he said, and this is interesting. He said, o- o- Joel Osteen doesn't take a salary from the church. Mm-hmm. And he said, he, from his book sales. But he was quick to put in there. He's like, not defending him because yeah. he, he hates him. But except, uh, he, just, except his celebrity is based on the fact that he, yeah, well, he's been in the ministry said, like, for celebrity of the past ministry for thirty yeah. years. But his, 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 all the money he makes is based on that image. Yeah, right. Which he. The televangelizing and all that stuff, but he used the church to build that celebrity status, right. so that he could sell his books for his millions of dollars. Right. So, the, I mean, yeah. Anyway, he may not take a salary now, but he—I'm guarantee you—he took a salary from the church, first church he was in. Mm-hmm. You don't think it's a full-time job, though, to be a pastor? To be a pastor, I—I uh, I, I don't. I you, think that, you still. So what, basically, what I'm asking is, you still hold that position that a pastor should have a job. I think. That, I think that every every human has a full-time job. There you know, should be always on. Uh, I think that <laughs> every human hear that quadriplegics get your ass up and yeah. get into work. Lazy, lazy. <laughs> hear, hear that? Hear that? Bed stricken cancer folks, get get your ass up and make some money and make something in your lives. Yeah, there's a lot That's of thirteen year olds in school right now. Right, exactly. That get should be working in a factory. Go- <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, oh, right. This is China. We can just assemble iPhones. No, everywhere. but we are being outdone. 
by the Chinese on technology. <laughs> let me say, let me tell you this, folks. Okay, all right. I gotta tell you this. All right. Now we're being outdone. We're, we're being we're strictly being outdone in China. Right. Okay. Right. In their factories. I'm gonna build a wall around China. Do you know why? Do you know why? <laughs> Make Apple pay for it. They're smaller people. Okay. Now I'm not being discriminating. It's a fact. They're smaller people, smaller <laughs> fingers. Okay. The reason this is so funny. They is can also put Matt's together the technology. All of the Trump hand gestures. They can put. Now hold on, hold on. Okay, I'm not done. Throw him out. Take his coat. <laughs> the reason why. The reason why is they're smaller people, smaller <laughs> hands. They can manipulate the technology. <laughs> we need to put children back in factories. Smaller fingers. <laughs> They can get in there. They can make the circuits. <laughs> they can do with the microchips. <laughs> and we can bring factories back to the United States. Bring jobs back to the United States for children. Anyways. So, so is is a job full... Is the, is is the, the as office a pastor, pastor yeah, yeah. a full-time job? You could spend 40 hours a week doing it. Sure. But the main point I was making, mm-hmm. and and and, and maybe that's too. just that's just my opinion. Okay, mm-hmm. um, you know, I know that's not a popular opinion, and most people won't disagree with me. Oh, my wife and there are also. Very, there are, hold on, there are very good reasons why they might disagree with me, and I'm sure that that's probably justified. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I, I I I I feel like Paul set a very clear precedent. When he talked about his tent making and about how he didn't draw money from the ministry, right, and about how it was some, it was because he was a pastor, he couldn't do anything else. It wasn't his job, right? It wasn't it, he. It wasn't how he made his money. Yeah, it, it, it was. It was his ministry. It was simply something that he did because he couldn't have done anything else, right? Um, and and when you have. When you have any sort of bureaucracy, ultimately it turns into control how people are educated, produce people who are educated in your belief system, put them in a position where they are subservient to you for so many years until they rise up and are old enough and have been doing this long enough. Then you dangle a pension in front of them, retirement, and the entire time there are systems of control that bureaucracy uses to keep you in line keep you not questioning to keep your theology in line with everybody's theology and to make people fucking comfortable in pews and it all starts with the pastor it all starts with the bureaucracy of church hmm. anyway that's my rant well, my wife i know said, people don't dis- don't agree with it but so matt is totally wrong about tithe numbers 18 specifically said the tithe was for the levites and their service to the temple mm-hmm. do you think that factors into a pastor's salary etc oh yeah Probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, she's right on that one. Because <laughs> you, I mean, you are supposed to take care of the people who, who take care of you, but, but, you know, it's, hey, maybe I'm misinterpreting it. Maybe it's something, and it probably is, it's probably something between Paul being the missionary and, you know, uh, the Levites being the full-time pastors, but uh, I still... Anywhere, anything where you can make a career of it in religion breeds bureaucracy by necessity because you have to have some sort of power structure set up in order to to have that job security in those sorts of careers. Right. 
once you see, I tend to agree with once, that. Once you have least. a career, uh, once you your your once ministry and career become synonymous, one has to take a backseat to the other. Yeah. And if in terms you, of your message, and if you're a pastor and you have a family, which most pastors do, you're going to say, oh, "I have to think about my family, providing for my family," and you're going nine times out of ten, you're going to choose career over ministry. Mm-hmm. So. If I've been doing it for 28 years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and, oh, and then he also said, and I don't, you, you don't really have to address this if you want, but he, he, he also said, he, this is my buddy again. He said his theory on Cruz is completely wrong. Political posturing question mark, read his damn re- resume for pity's sake. So he, I mean, but he's a huge Cruz fan. Mm, and yeah. my whole point about, he would be, I, <laughs> My whole point about I mean I've been making this point to him for like a month now yeah. about I'm just like dude Cruz is super shady picks the losers a lot doesn't he so <laughs> I'm like sorry I appreciate what Cruz supposedly stood for yeah but I do think he is one shady mofo this was That's in, about all this was in regard was this re- in regards to the Fiorina stuff him him. Because posturing, I don't remember what oh, I said about Cruz. Well, you posturing. gave the story. You talked about how he was the one that shut the government down and his role in that and, and how that was setting him up for a presidential oh, yeah, run yeah, yeah, to be yeah. that super conservative. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Which, of course, since that's the thing, we'll lead into that. And I've got this article from Observer.com, which I'm not familiar well, with. Well, I mean, knows the politics of Republican Party. It's not him. Oh. Oh, really? Okay, well, never mind. I thought it was him. Are you going to blast somebody specific? Yeah. No, it wasn't him. All right. We'll just, you know, hit the pause button and we can delete all this. (laughs) Yeah. Since it worked so well in last week's episode. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I'm not sure. I'm not sure who. I I think Ryan, like most uh, GOP folks, I think, are are, are on Trump's. uh, It's kind of like, I'm I'm just going (laughs) to bite the bullet, hold my nose and vote for Trump kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Which is wildly unfortunate. They have to be. They have to be on his. his, uh, Yeah. But here's the thing. So, like this observer story, uh, a very good day for Gary Johnson. So you, Gary Johnson, you can't fight meme magic. You can't fight fight the meme magic. You can't. You can't. By definition, you can't. So, but Gary Johnson, because it doesn't exist. That's why you can't fight it. When <laughs> when Cruz announced he was quitting that night, as many folks noted on Twitter and elsewhere, um, there was a quite a a large spike. Excuse me. You can look at Google Trends. It's publicly uh, publicly available data about what people are searching for mm-hmm. and the top searches and stuff. And there was a nice, healthy spike in search searches for Gary Johnson mm-hmm. that night when when Cruz dropped out. Because, and I mean, I think it's obvious and it's clear that that now that he's out, there's a lot of hardcore right folks that are like, "Well, who's my guy?" Because I'm not voting for Trump. Yeah, and the, and the never Trump crowd. Yeah, and, J- and Johnson put out a video appealing to the never Trump crowd, and he's like, "There is another option, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. But anyways, like, there's this article uh, from Observer.com that was saying, "Oh, and one of the main points that's like highlighted out here is both mainstream parties are based on the principle of centralized, globalized government, and have been from the beginning." Yep. I think yep. I think that is what anyone who is having the discussion of Hillary Trump, I don't know what to do, I'm for Cruz, etc. Even the I people think, who are still think, trying to make Bernie Sanders happen. Probably. I think that is the point that they're missing. Yeah. And if you are truly against that, and if you are truly for small government, then you would not support either one of the parties, no matter who they put in. Yeah. I don't care if Cruz was the nominee at this point. 
as he very well could have been early on. Like, so be it, whatever. Yeah. If that if that had been the way it had gone, and 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 Cruz was as they're calling Trump the presumptive nominee, so be it. I don't care. Those two parties are based in that. Yeah. Okay. And rather than take a, a storm the streets of Washington with guns, as you have uh, tongue in cheek, not the streets. suggested, not the streets. Not, okay. Don't storm the streets with guns. Storm the Capitol building with guns. Okay. Well, it, as you have noted, with a tongue in cheek. By the way, my, our legal department insists that I say that every time that you talk oh. about your your grand plan to fix things. Yeah, that's what it's called, Matt's grand plan to fix things. But uh, <laughs> you've kind of dropped it. You haven't brought it up in a couple episodes, which I'm happy for. But they um, got to me, dude. They they got to me. Yeah, <laughs> the, the lizard people. Well, they called a, you up. Uh, a... Excuse me, Mr. Hume. Uh, this is the lizard people, and you have to stop talking about your grand plan because uh, <clears throat> that would work, and we have a problem with that. <laughs> we have a vested interest. In keeping the people in power that we have in power, yeah. because we're the lizard people. Do you understand, Mister Hume? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you guys are real, Mister Hume. That's not the point. Well, no, I took a, I took a permanent marker and I blacked out the uh, the camera on my phone. Uh huh. Like five minutes later, I get a call from NSA customer support, <laughs> and they're like, uh, "Mister Hume, there seems to be an issue with your device. Right? There seems to be an issue with your device. Uh, we turn we've tried turning on your. Allow uh, us to ship you a new one. Yeah. yeah. We've tried to turn on your phone, but it's just uh, your camera on your phone. But just it's very fuzz. It's a very faded black. And so, you know, no. I wiped it off. Yeah. And the, and the lizard people gave you a call. Anyways, um, it was, but it was quite a shock this week to see him reported on in several important political sites, including Drudge Report and Hot Air. Then on Sunday morning, there he was being interviewed by George Stephanopoulos on ABC's Sunday Morning This Week, which is sure to resonate in the press as the week opens. And in an article this past week in National Review, Gary Johnson Moment, Jeremy Carl writes, quote, But right now, I think reporters are largely missing a potentially big story right before their eyes, because Mr. Johnson could easily have a high vote ceiling in the 20% range. In theory, he has all of the tools to be a serious factor in the election. Whether that's a good thing or a bad thing for conservatism, I'm not sure. I could, I, by the way, and I don't know if I told you this, but I ordered, I, I donated to his campaign. I'm getting yeah, my bumper did. sticker. I, I mean, I, I am totally behind this dude. I read a GQ article about him that was. Oh, was, G- in GQ, you in say? GQ. Gentleman's Quarterly? Gentleman's Quarterly. And it was actually from 2012, and the article was titled, Is This the Sanest Man Running for President? Probably. And he still is. Yeah. Like all of those viewpoints, because and the guy followed him around for like a weekend as he was doing his thing. Like he pays for all his own stuff. He's a self-made man. All of his money he made on his own, man. And his state. Have you looked at his his record as a GOP governor in his state? A, he was a border state. So already this whole immigration thing that Trump sort of caught the magic with. This guy fucking knows more about it already by being a border state what, governor. What state? What does Trump know? What state? Uh, New Mexico, I believe. Okay. New, the New Mexico governor, if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah, but he was, he was right. I was, I was thinking New he Mexico. was a border state governor. He he smashed their deficits. Mm. Okay, they've got smashing deficits. They've got they've got wild surpluses. <laughs> what do you he, know about smashing he, deficits and wild surpluses, bro? He huh? he. Huh? Sounds like a though, good weekend to me. Look at look I'm at. Sorry, go ahead. If you look at Gary Johnson's record, like he crushed it as governor, man. Yeah, he crushed it. I mean, and and it was it was a uh, I believe it's a blue state too, and 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 he just he took the part he took the whole thing by storm because it was okay. This guy knows what he's doing. I don't think Democrats is a blue state, or I don't think that, <laughs> I don't think that New you don't Mexico think Democrats is it's a blue state. it's late. I'm tired. It, I don't think that the that the uh, the the New Mexico is a blue state, but New Mexico, yeah. Oh, maybe not. But anyways, he served as the 29th governor of New Mexico from 1995 to 2003. As a member of the Republican Party, was a Libertarian nominee for president in the 2012 election. 
But I'm telling you, dude, this is my guy. I could not be more excited to be able to cast my vote for Gary Johnson. Well, get on. Is there a Gary Johnson subreddit? Oh, I'm sure there must be. We could. We could. Oh, do and he's s- also this. Okay, if if you're not convinced to vote for him at this point, and I'll let you get into your. You said you had some stuff to talk about about Trump, but uh, you know he's the CEO of a pot company. Yeah, I know. I yeah, know. I know. Mm-hmm. A Nevada-based company that aims primarily to sell medical cam- cannabis products in states where medicinal and/or recreational cannabis is legal. In April 2014, Reddit Ask Me Anything session, Johnson stated that he hoped to run for president again in 2016. He should do another one of those. He, should, he could take Reddit by storm because he's, his political positions are, are perfect. Fiscally conservative, but socially liberal. And and literally, because I, I watched an interview with him on YouTube with uh, somebody, I don't know who it was. And uh, he basically said, he, he basically said, he's like, he's like, most people in this country, Democrats and Republicans aside, like the getting rid of that dividing factor. Most people in this country are fiscally conservative, but socially liberal. And he's like, mm-hmm. I recommend yeah. that everybody get on. I side com, that site where you take, you answer a bunch of questions. I'll tell you who side with. And he's like, he's like, just see if I pop up on there when, when you take those quiz. Yeah. And I did. He was like 95% for me. Yeah. <laughs> like the dude is, he has the perfect position on everything. It was funny because I was talking to some of my super hardcore conservative friends, and literally the only thing, which is unfortunate because that's their hill to die on, and who am I to question that? I don't. It's not, but it's a moral thing for them. Was the abortion thing? Because he he basically says he's like, I, I think it's a complicated thing that is kind of the law of the land right now, and the um, he says that Roe versus Wade, the importance of that was much more that it set the precedent for things that weren't necessarily included in the law until then. And it didn't. It, it it wasn't necessarily that abortion was legal, and also he supported uh, bans on late term abortions and more education for people wanting to get an abortion. Mm-hmm. Which I'm, as I've kind of stated on this program before, that's kind of where I'm at. You know, like th- that's not my my thing to well, that well, morality thing. Yeah. Not mine well, to we've had the, the stick to my guns on, but you can't police somebody else's morality. Right. The law is there to protect the rights of others, not to police morality. So mm-hmm. you can't do it. Um, he supports an audit of the central bank, urged members of Congress oh, to vote in favor of Ron Paul's Federal Reserve Transparency Act. The dude, the dude is, oh my God, he's the perfect candidate, Matt. Yeah. So he's, Trump is actively courting that Gary Johnson vote right now because he know I think he might probably figures Gary Johnson for a little bit of a threat, or at least not a threat, but at least somebody who could take five to 10% of vote away from him on, at least 5% of the vote away from him on, you know, a, the national election. Mm-hmm. Which could be enough to, you know, swing the the thing in Hillary's direction. Um, but uh, but but he put out a rumor recently that Ron Paul was going to be his uh, vice president. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Nat from the National Review. He ran for governor as a fiscal conservative in a blue state, won handily, and can now boast that he cut taxes, vetoed hundreds of bills, presided over significant job growth, balanced the state budget, and cre- created a substantial reserve fund. That's how he handled his state. Let's let him handle the country. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. I <laughs> I don't know, man. Well, maybe I'll vote for him. I don't know. I'll have to, I'll have to read some more about him. I'll have to see how his memes are, if they're spicy. <laughs> if his memes are spicy enough. Right. If that's a spicy meme ball, uh, um, I will, I'll probably vote for him. But if his memes suck, I mean, if it's... Right. If, if the memes are dank enough, you'll if, consider a vote. Yeah. If, if the <laughs> posts aren't... Aren't sh- enough? Then I'm not voting for him. <laughs> you know. Oh, this sh- 
Phillips are shitty, bro. They uh, I am so tired of R the Donald. I am so tired of that subreddit. Really? Because the last thing so you were like so into it. it. Explain to me. Okay, so you'd said earlier it's before just, we got just, on the it's air. It's just, it's just, it's just now. The past two weeks, you go on there, and because there's so many users on it all the time, there's twenty thousand users on that subreddit all the time. Because it's not just, it's not just, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's. Pull it up <clears> right now. It's not just uh, people in America, but it's also the freaking Brit bongs who are big into Donald Trump right now. Uh huh. Because there's a lot of hatred because they their prime minute their new prime minister is. Wait, is it is it under R the underscore Donald? Yeah, it is. Oh, okay. Because um, I went to R the Donald, and it's like 800 people. If you if you go to uh, or, or it, Britain just got a new prime minister. Right. Uh, it's uh, it's he's Islamic, and so in Britain right now, there's a lot of backlash against that because he's, you know, Muslim. Anyway, uh, so yeah, there's a lot of and people in Australia love him, and I don't know. It's just a lot of people really love Trump, and so there's always a lot of people on there. But after I get past page one, mm-hmm. page two, three, four, five, and six are nothing but R R the Donald, nothing else. So, it's kind of a little tedious. Also, Trump did some, Trump 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 definitely showed his hand to the people who are paying attention to such things. Uh he recently named his um his uh, uh finance director for oh, his, for his national, campaign. national yeah. campaign. A guy by the name of uh, Stephen Mnuchin. Uh, who, for 17 years, worked for Goldman Sachs. That's right, Goldman Sachs, the one of the most corrupt financial organizations in the world. Um, the major backer of Hillary Clinton, the major backer of Barack Obama, the major backer of George W. Bush. Um, you know, and Goldman Sachs all goes all the way back. I mean, the people who founded Goldman Sachs go all the way back. Clinton ties and all this other stuff. Right. Anyway, definitely a a player in the Bush Clinton um um dynasty that we've been living under for the past 25 years or 30 years almost. After he worked for Goldman Sachs for 17 years, he went and he started his own hedge fund company um that was primarily employed by George Soros. George Soros being the same guy who is backing Hillary's campaign, the same guy who is paying for the protests against Donald Trump, paying protesters $16 an hour to go protest Trump. Um, he's the guy who 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 backed both both Hillary and Obama in the uh, Democratic primaries in 2008. Um, th- this guy, Stephen Mnuchin, is on the inside. He is one of the, you know... Connected power players, the in henchman, if you will. He's he's a a a dyed in the wool lobbyist who is clearly in the Clinton Bush camp. Clearly, absolutely, no doubt about it. The guy is one of their soldiers. And this and was now the guy he's, that was named as Trump. And now he's running Trump's finances for his national campaign. He's going to be running the Trump Super PAC, and Trump is, does is going to have a super PAC. He's not using his own money for the national campaign like he did for the primaries. He's forming a super PAC, or he's already formed one. So that's the guy who's been doing that. Basically, that's the guy who's going to be one of Donald Trump's lieutenants until he gets elected. Mm -hmm. Um, Which shows you that the money that's backing Donald Trump 
and everything that's going into Donald Trump's campaign now is coming from the same camp that's that's funding Hillary's campaign and that's pouring stuff into her campaign. So basically, you have George Soros all one. funding both Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. This is the well, but this is the final proof. I'd, I'd mentioned this on before on the show, and so many other people have been have been floating this hypothetical that because there's so much. Um, rapport between the Clintons and Donald Trump that he obviously must be simply running as a Republican Party spoiler in order to make sure that there's no strong Republican Party candidate to field against Hillary so that she can just walk it in. Right. This appointment you think soli- that all up? but solidifies that, all but writes it in stone, for me at least. Yeah. That that Donald Trump is, this is just, a har- he's just an arm of Hillary Clinton's campaign. Mm-hmm. To be elected president, and she will. She will. So the best thing we could hope for is that the Bernie Sanders, the the crazy social justice warriors, the welfare queens mm-hmm. who are voting for the Bernie Sanders, the tumblerinas, go full f***ing retard in California <laughs> and riot and loot and don't give a hoot. <laughs> burn the state to the ground. Burn the state to the ground. Right. <laughs> All the delegates over Bernie Sanders. Right. Um, apparently, in New York, in New York uh, the... Um, um, uh, voter, um, the vo- I almost said voter clerics, but the uh, the voter, uh, oh, the election polling, the, people. the election board, the, the electoral, I forget what it's called, in, but in I know New who York you're City, about. the elect, yeah. the elector board, the election board, the board of elections, the electric board, the board that runs electrons, <laughs> the electronic board. They threw out ninety thousand affidavit votes, which are basically vote like. Uh, votes that uh, you're you have to get a legal paper saying I am who I am basically right in order for you to vote it's a lot of times for people who have changed addresses and stuff like that yeah or you know, maybe had a name change or something like that mm-hmm. okay so if you get married whatever yeah. or illegals those so damn have, illegals you have to get an affidavit saying that you are who you are and this right. thing has legally taken place to do whatever okay right. ninety thousand of those got thrown out in New York in New York. So that's probably most of the affidavit, you know, votes, which are still perfectly legal votes. But they, you know, maybe the bunch of Bernie Sanders voters. There's a lot of weird stuff that went on with the New York election and a lot of people who are up in arms about it, um, specifically Bernie Sanders voters. Uh, however... Also known as, uh, at this point in the race, sore losers. Well, well, <laughs> they have a reason to be sore, though. I mean, she, at every turn, the Clinton... Right, Bernie Sanders has been gouging their buttholes for money. Of course they're sore. <laughs> yeah. Their wallets are sore. Right. Um, but at every turn... I mean, if he's really as self-funded as he claims, my God, dude, it must be more expensive to be a Bernie Sanders supporter than... No, like it, your actual it's, taxes. It's true. There are some there are some uh, screen caps and are the Donald that are just making fun of people because uh-huh. it's just it'll be like this wall of text of a Bernie Sanders supporter telling them how that they they decided to make this sacrifice or whatever in their uh-huh. lives so they could donate to the Sanders to campaign. Do- <laughs> and some of them is like some is like I stopped buying cat food. I've just been feeding my cat scraps for the past two weeks because I decided to, to give that fifty dollars I would have spent on cat food to. <laughs> To Bernie Sanders. Well, there you go, Sanders. I hope you because have I fun. want my cats to live in a better America. <laughs> well, I hope you enjoy that's a paraphrase, writing. but that's real. Yeah, I hope and, you enjoy writing that cat food tr- money train all the way to the White House, Sanders. But there has been some 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 shady stuff that that Hillary Clinton has done 
to ensure that Bernie Sanders doesn't win. I Wait mean, a second. Shady stuff from the Clintons. Surprising, yes. Are you, but, hold on. We got to see if we can get like NBC on the phone or something because this is are you you're serious? Yeah, shady business from mm-hmm. the Clintons. I mean, if you just had a straight up primary voting process crazy. on the Democratic side, I taking frankly, away I can't the, believe what I'm hearing. Taking away the super delegates, taking away everything else, and just went by a popular vote. Right, taking away districts, districts and stuff. There's no way Hillary Clinton could beat Bernie Sanders. He beats her every time, mm-hmm. and the only way that that she has been able to beat him so far is because of superdelegates and political maneuvering mm-hmm. of, you know, the election system. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and fraud. You know, she's a criminal. Mm-hmm. And and her... But Hillary Clinton, you say? Her criminal organization, the one she's a part of... Clinton. Yes, Clinton. Hillary Clinton mm-hmm. is a criminal. Yep. Uh, they've been, you know, they've been ruling Clinton this country for 25, 30 Clinton years Clinton now. Criminal. Clinton, Clinton is a criminal. Criminal. Clinton. Yep. Criminal. Clinton. Criminal. What was that? Sorry. <laughs> I just got hypnotized. Clinton is a criminal. Mm-hmm. Um, but ever since 85, when, you know, uh, Bush Sr. Co- sort of took over the White House, when right. uh, when the Gipper was going mad. <laughs> uh, Losing his marbles. And- so that's 30 years now that we've been under- underneath the Bush-Clinton, their their dynasty. Right. Yeah. Anyway, um, that that rant aside... Listen, Donald Trump is part of that establishment. Yeah, it's it's pretty clear at this point. And we are all hoping, you know, I got duped. Well, it's it's duped. amazing to me the number of right-wing <laughs> folks that I know that are that, that the last hope, their last hope of trying to convince people to vote for Trump of people who won't, folks like me. Yeah. Their last hope is that like, well, he's probably going to nominate conservative justices. That's it. Like, yeah. to me, that is so, that is, that is, to use that as a, this is why you should vote for this person, despite all these other glaring reasons not to. Yeah. It's insane to me that that's being used as, as but, the last but, tactic but of, still, even, even, of reason to someone like me. Yeah. You know? Even if Let it, me vote for who I'm going to vote for, for one, but. Even if it ju- is, just comes down to nominating conservative judges, number one, he probably wouldn't. He would probably nominate moderates, not conservatives. Right. So that's one. But number two, you take you even though it probably will happen with at least one justice, you're rolling the dice on on you know I'm Another. I'm crossing the fingers for Clarence Thomas, uh, but you're rolling the dice on whether or not they're even going to die. You know, right? Whether I there'll mean, be another judge that I'm pretty sure at this point Ginsburg is immortal, like she's a vampire, so she's probably <laughs> never going to die. You know, right? She's an energy vampire. Anyway, energy vampire. Speaking of judges, uh oh. So this is what you wanted to talk about. This is the this is one. This is the one. <laughs> by the way, we had a uh, we had uh, polls tonight. We had uh, primaries tonight in West yes. Virginia. Well, I, th- that's why I kind of brought it up too because I saw uh, some of the headlines. Nebraska, Trump won with sixty one percent. Yeah, that was just that was Nebraska just for Republicans, but the other one was uh, um, uh, West Virginia. Well, I guess he's he's unopposed now. Is he? <laughs> Yeah, West Virginia. Bernie Sanders won fifty one percent, and Donald Trump won seventy seven percent. Look, well, Cruz got nine percent out of that seven. After that, out of that, let's see here. John Kasich got seven percent, and they don't even have your boy on here. Well, I know West Virginia Libertarian isn't an option during the primaries. Hmm. Yeah. Gosh, it's, it's late. 
Uh, okay. Wake up, Mr. West. This, uh, yeah. Anyways. I just wanted you to know. Arkansas judge resigns. Pop up. There we go. Arkansas judge. <laughs> Don't you hate that now they've mastered the pop up on mobile? Yes. I realized this yes. a couple days ago. Because it, it fully loads. What the fuck? You start to scroll. It's completely like the whole pop page up. and stuff. Yeah. I hate these things. Yep. And they're they're everywhere. Like super reputable sites and stuff. I'm like, what is what is? Why do I have to hit an X to see my shit? Yep. I don't. Yeah. Now the pop up is on mobile. Ladies and gentlemen, and it's been perfected. Yeah, so we can all put a collective gun in our mouths and yeah. pull the trigger. They, they, they've, they've, they've figured out how to, how to wait to pop up until you start to scroll. Yeah. And then they pop up. Yeah. That's the worst. Arkansas judge resigns after thousands of nude photos of defendants found. <laughs> Nudes, you say? An Arkansas judge accused of swapping <laughs> sex for reduced sentences resigned Monday after a state commission what? said it discovered thousands of photographs from his computer that depicted ma- nude male defendants. Wait, and is he a male? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. So it's basically give your boy some sucky sucky, and mm-hmm. uh, you're looking at six years instead of 15. So he, he resigned immediately. I mean, a fair deal if you think about it. Yeah. But <laughs> uh, Bachman's resignation came after the commission said in a May 5th letter to his lawyer, <laughs> that it was in the process of recovering as many as 5,400 e- uh, 5400 photos. Jeez. They all depict young men. Mm-hmm. All. Mm. Many naked who are in various poses inside the judge's home and outside in his yard. <laughs> well, that's that's the funny thing. So he never got caught <laughs> taking these taking pictures of, of uh, naked young gentlemen out, out, out in the yard? And how does... Okay, Wow. Well, there you go. That's that's the Bachman in question. Uh, many of the men had received checks he... from the judge and had reper- appeared before him as defendants. There are numerous photos of naked young men bending over after an apparent paddling the letter. There reads. is only sex. <laughs> Please accept this as this is from the prosecutors, the commission's attorneys, yeah. to the attorney, to the, of, to the lawyer, basically. Of the judge, right. There are numerous photos of naked young men bending over after an apparent paddling. An the letter apparent reads, paddling. Please accept. Oh, by the way, name of the episode: an apparent paddling. <laughs> Please accept this as notice to not destroy or otherwise dispose of this paddle. <laughs> in, in documents, in documents filed earlier this year, the commission detailed the allegations of several men, including one under eighteen, mm, uh-oh. who described appearing in Bachman's court for minor violations. The mm-hmm. judge would often give defendants his handwritten phone number and have them serve what he described as community service <laughs> at his home. In one case, a man described having a sexual relationship with the judge while he paid off fines for what <laughs> that for which Bachman granted him extensions. So I'll give you an extension. As long as you get as me an extension. As long as you extension. come over and let me. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you can have an extension Everything on your. Is sex. I will we'll extend your payment period. You extend my penis. All right. Uh, in another case, uh, Bachman refused or reduced a misdemeanor traffic violation and asked the defendant, identified in court documents as WM, to bring three bags of cans to his home. After the judge offered him a drink, which he declined, Bachman informed WM. Good, don't don't get that Crosby shit. That he needed to pull Crosby, excuse me. That he needed WM to pull two cans from the bags and bend over as if he were picking up the cans. <laughs> the judge then instructed him on how to pose and spread his legs farther apart while picking up the cans. 
<laughs> in documents filed in February, Bachman denied the allegations, saying that the photographs were used to corroborate participation in community service. Um, community service as, at his home. Right. At his in, home. in the nude. In the, in, naked. Right. With photographic evidence. After and parent paneling. <laughs> That's funny. That's great. That's quality content, man. You don't bring a lot Judge to the table, but uh, Joseph Bachman. Yeah. Um, the cross county district. Now, how old is he? Does it say in there how old he is? He does. Because you showed I, me a picture. He he. I would put him seventy. Mid- oh, 60s, I don't know if I'd say that 70. old. I'd say late fifties at least. No, no, no he, he's solid sixty. Solid sixties. So. He, he's an old bird, but. You know, I guess you never grow too old for an apparent paddling. <laughs> I can't get over that. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Had to resign. It was a must, you see. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> In other hypocritical news. <laughs> it's from Reuters on May 2nd. Former FBI agent pleads guilty to stealing 136000 in drug proceeds. Los Angeles, former agent with the Federal Bureau of Investigation, accused of stealing more than 136000 in drug money and spending it on cards, vehicle accessories, and cosmetic surgery for his wife. Well, you need that. Right. Scott Bowman, 45, pleaded guilty in U.S. District Court in Los Angeles. As Mr. Bowman takes responsibility for his actions by pleading guilty, the public should be reminded that FBI personnel are held to the highest standards and misconduct of any kind is taken very seriously. <laughs> Bowman further admitted using the money to buy a 2012 Dodge Challenger and a 2013 Scion FRS S Coupe and to outfit the vehicles with speakers, rims, tires, and other equipment. So he pimped out his cars. What a fool. Okay. That's probably how they notice it. They're like, uh, really? On an agent's salary? Yeah. Really? 54 a year? We're getting rims for the, uh, for the Scion, huh? <laughs> It says here that they also found pictures of the vehicles on his computer after an apparent paddling. <laughs> I can't get over that. Uh, I think I, I'm going to go home and give my wife an apparent paddling. <laughs> I, I just like that, that there is documented in triplicate multiple times over. Yeah, well, 5,400 uh, images worth. But in, yes. in, 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 in a court, yeah. in a legal system... Where a group of lawyers are telling a judge, don't destroy the paddle you use when you have gay sex. Because <laughs> it, is, it, it, it is paramount to, to our investigation. Yeah. Right. Uh, this, it this, is necessary. Yeah. I mean, that when those lawyers go into discovery, <laughs> that's going to be quite the discovery. Right. Sticky. Must you, man? Everything is sex. I must. All right. Why don't we end with with gay? <laughs> because the judge, Matt, uh, he's having gay sex. He's a good Christian. Okay, he's not gay. He probably is. Probably a stand up in his community. Oh man. He's, All right. He's a well, he's an elected official in Arkansas. What do you how what do you think he does? Uh, yeah, exactly. How high? With what uh, gravitas do you think he would uphold the law? Arkansas. Anyhow, I guess that might just do it. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, so I read some of those uh, protests that I got, you know, from uh, friends and family. Uh-huh. Uh, 
about the about the show, some of the points that were made. I love hearing stuff like that. So yeah. send them in. Um, probably the easiest way in terms of a message is uh, you know, everybody's on Facebook, so you can shoot us a message in there. Sure. That way it'll sit and I can just read it on the show. Telegram's a little bit more of a chat type thing. But if you send a message to our page, you know, it'll, it'll come to but us. But it's an app that's totally worth having. Oh, it really is. I love Even, Telegram. I mean, when I started, it was, what, you? Yeah. And then Dano. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now there's three or four people I talk to. And I was also privy to a conversation this week where uh, someone who shall remain nameless asked Matt if he could find uh, any shrooms for him. Uh, no. By the way, any luck on that front, Matt? No, I, I, I haven't particularly looking because when, you know, you, you don't... You when was the last time you did psychedelics, by the way? A year and a half ago, and that was LSD. Really? Yeah. So um, the last story you told where you talked to the... Yeah, what, the conversation the with the frog, that was yeah. like the last time. And that, got in the shower and saw the fractals? Yeah, and all the pretty lights coming through the beads on the shower door. Yeah, anyway, and that was it. And played, well, played so, Mario Kart so, 8. So you're due then? And not really. I, I really have no desire to do it. I thought psychedelics were like a once a year thing. Yeah, but it's it's been a while, and if I came across the mushrooms, I would totally do some mushrooms. <laughs> but, you know, when, you know... Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. If anybody out there can provide mushrooms to Matt, no, do please. I, um, I'm not asking you to. It's not when you know. Matt's address, by the way, is uh, one two three. <laughs> you don't find psychedelics. Psychedelics find you. Okay. It's when you and a wizard, uh, you know, yeah. is never early or late. He um, arrives when I see what he means. When so. the tripper is ready, the trip will come. <laughs> and uh, typically, in my experience, that is uh, after an apparent paddling. <laughs> Yeah. I can't I can't I can't not say this now, Matt. <laughs> An apparent paddling. You've given this to me. And thank you. You're welcome. Uh unfortunately it's probably gonna drive my wife insane over the next forty eight hours. Because <laughs> that's that's what I do. Yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah. Still on the life Pablo kick though. Uh, but I'm listening to a lot more podcasts. Yeah, got an auxiliary cable in my car now. I'm listening to because uh, Adam and Doctor Drew went to once once a day, mm-hmm. five days a week. So, but listen to a lot of that. The man makes so much sense. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Anyways, um, shoot us some stuff in if you want us to read it on the show. Stories, what what have you? Um, yeah, we're on Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff. Give that give that some thought. dot com. Everything's on there. Mm-hmm. Um, check, check out the show if you're on Android and are struggling to listen or Stitcher's being a bitch because that's what they do because that's what Stitcher does yeah St- I mean the app has never been the greatest I mean I'll be the first to admit uh, and we're still on there I'm not going to take it down but um, Google Play Google Play it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a surprisingly decent decent platform not a whole lot of stuff on there yet but I started listening to Matt's uh, he's mentioned it on the show before a couple times THC listen to a couple of the higher side chats and my good Excuse me, my goodness. Yeah. Really. No, it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, I, and I'm not even a stoner. Like, I'm not, I don't even, I don't I don't like to toast the herb and, and, and sort of pontificate on these things. Well, but the, the, the he, motto. He does it in a very, very good way. The motto of the show is drinking a little drink, smoking a little smoke. Right. That's the motto. Yeah. Of his show. Yeah. Well, he never, he never sounds inebriated, at least that I've heard. Uh, you can tell different times if you listen over the course long enough, but, but. Because he, he approaches stuff so very professionally, he does like, his prep work. He does his—I mean, he does his research. He does his almost homework. better than like you were noting he, about coast to coast. He deserves his listeners. Like, I mean, oh, honestly, sure, yeah. he does a good job with the program, and I'm—I'm I'm a big fan. Uh, you know, I think his his member section is 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 pretty good. But I coast to, for a coast, month to of it. coast, it seems like like about every five 
episodes, at least when I was listening regularly, it'd be like, oh, here's a really, okay, wow, this is fascinating and good. And then, like, the other 80% of the time, the other 90% of the time, it was like, okay, great. We're yeah. going to talk about ghosts in Grandma's Basement again. Yeah. I think... Truly, I, truly, ghosts, uh, quite literally, ghosts in Grandma's Basement. Yeah. <laughs> and now if that's what you're into, so be it. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I think one of the reasons why he's popular is because he's... He doesn't really shy away from topics, mm-hmm. and he just lets people talk, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, he really does. So. Anyways. Which is what you should be. What you do for me? We need to get another away, guest don't... on the show. Didn't you say you could get a hardcore Catholic on the show? I could get a Catholic. How's that going? I don't know. We'll have to see. Can you get, um, what you have, that's what they say in Hollywood, man, I've, I've, I've learned this by, you know. Why don't you have uh, our people give their people a call? Okay, I will. And while, because <laughs> uh, that, that's how it's done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have our people give. While I'm at it, I'll I'll also get a priest, a rabbi, and a pastor. Right, we'll bring them in and have a joke. Dude, <laughs> I think it'd be an interesting conversation. Yeah, yeah. You ask them all about the Trinity and stuff. Mm. I don't know if I believe in the Trinity. Somebody told me that the other day, really? like like a couple of weeks ago. I was talking to a friend. Oh, uh, somebody at work, and they're like, or or maybe it wasn't at work. I don't remember where it was, but somebody was like, "Yeah, I just have a real problem with." And it was somebody, it was something very basic that they were talking about. I don't even remember the context, but they're like, "Yeah, I just have a real problem with that because, you know, they believe in the Trinity." And I was like, "What's what's the problem with the Trinity?" And they're like, "Well, it can't be three people." And I'm like, "Uh." But three or one, and they're like, they're like, well, you, but it's ridiculous for it to be three people, and it's, it's like it's just one, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> like typically, typically discussions three heard, forms of one, right? But, typically, in discussions of the Trinity, it's more who have those forms and what they take and what they three mean forms stuff, of one to, who have all are unique in the how they they have manifested themselves, right? It was just uh, weird. It really, it really uh, threw me. I was tr- like, uh, uh, okay, sorry, yeah. I'm not a hundred percent on board with Trinity theology, but then I haven't given it the time that it needs mm-hmm. in mindfulness to say yes or no, or yeah. to give one of my stereotypical weird mad answers that talks about demons and shit. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, who doesn't love demons? Angels. <laughs> Make a fair point. I do. I think uh, by definition, they're you know haven't been getting along since about the dawn of time. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. All right, well, that's I think, does it, everybody out there in apparent paddling land. Thanks for listening. This has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.